Prepare to be lulled into a peaceful slumber with today's story. The CIA are trying to kill Clark Kent and make it look like an accident. Chapter 1 Clark Kent had always been a curious journalist, always digging deeper into stories to uncover the truth. He had a knack for finding the hidden details that others missed, and it had earned him a reputation as one of the best reporters in the city. But his latest investigation had taken him down a dangerous path, one that he never could have anticipated. The CIA had taken notice of his work, and they didn't like what they saw. They had been keeping a close eye on him, monitoring his every move, and they didn't like the questions he was asking. They knew that if he continued down this path, he would uncover things that they wanted to keep hidden. So they decided to take action. They began to plot his demise, carefully planning out a way to make it look like an accident. They knew that if they could make it look like he had died in a freak accident, no one would suspect foul play. But what they didn't know was that Clark Kent was not just a journalist. He was also Superman, with powers beyond their wildest imagination. And as he delved deeper into the story, he began to realize that he was in danger. He could feel the eyes of the CIA on him, watching his every move. But he refused to back down. He knew that he had a duty to uncover the truth, no matter the cost. And so he continued on his quest, determined to uncover the secrets that the government was trying so desperately to keep hidden. Chapter 2 Clark Kent had always been a man of his word. He had promised himself that he would never give up on a story, no matter how dangerous it might be. And so, despite the mounting pressure from the CIA, he continued to dig deeper into the mystery. He spent countless hours poring over documents, interviewing sources, and following leads. He knew that he was getting close to something big, something that could change the course of history. And then, one day, he found it. A file buried deep within the archives of the CIA, detailing a top-secret operation that had been conducted years ago. The operation had been a complete failure, resulting in the deaths of dozens of innocent civilians. But what shocked Clark the most was the name of the person in charge of the operation. It was someone he knew, someone he had trusted. And now, he realized, that person was still in a position of power, still making decisions that could affect the lives of millions. Clark knew that he had to act fast. He couldn't let this information stay hidden, couldn't let the person responsible for the operation continue to operate with impunity. He had to bring the truth to light, no matter what the cost. And so, he began to write. He crafted a story that would expose the operation, that would reveal the truth behind the deaths of those innocent civilians. He knew that the CIA would do everything in their power to stop him, but he was ready for them. He published the story, and it spread like wildfire. The public was outraged, demanding answers from the government. And slowly but surely, the truth began to come out. The person responsible for the operation was forced to resign, and the government was forced to answer for their actions. Clark had done it. He had uncovered the truth, and he had made a difference. And as he sat back and watched the world change around him, he knew that he had made the right choice. 
Chapter 3 Clark sat at his desk, staring out the window. The city was bustling below him, but he was lost in thought. He had uncovered the truth, but at what cost? He had put himself in danger, had risked everything to bring the story to light. But he couldn't shake the feeling that there was more to the story. He had uncovered one operation, but what else was the government hiding? He knew that he couldn't stop now, that he had to keep digging, keep uncovering the truth. He picked up his phone and dialed a number he had memorized. It rang twice before a voice answered. Lois Lane speaking. Lois, it's Clark. I need your help. Clark, what's going on? I've uncovered something big, something that could change everything. But I need someone to help me follow the leads, to keep digging. Of course, Clark. You know I'm always up for a good story. Where do we start? Clark smiled. He knew he could count on Lois. Together, they began to piece together the puzzle, following leads and interviewing sources. They spent long hours in the newsroom, poring over documents and brainstorming ideas. As they dug deeper, they began to realize just how deep the conspiracy went. The government had been hiding things for years, covering up their mistakes and manipulating the public. But Clark and Lois were determined to bring it all to light. They published story after story, each one more explosive than the last. The public was outraged, demanding answers from their elected officials. And slowly but surely, the government began to crumble under the weight of their own lies. Clark and Lois had become a formidable team, a force to be reckoned with. They had uncovered the truth, and they had made a difference. And as they sat back and watched the world change around them, they knew that they had done the right thing. Chapter 4 Clark and Lois had been working tirelessly for weeks, following leads and piecing together the puzzle of the government's cover-ups. But they were getting closer, they could feel it. One day, as they were going through some old documents, Lois stumbled upon a file that caught her eye. It was a report on a top-secret experiment that had been conducted years ago, one that had been deemed a failure and had been covered up by the government. But what shocked Lois the most was the location of the experiment. It had taken place in a small town just outside of Metropolis, a town that had been abandoned for years. Lois knew that they had to investigate. She and Clark packed their bags and headed out to the town, determined to uncover the truth. As they drove through the deserted streets, they couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. The town was eerily quiet, with no signs of life anywhere. They made their way to the old laboratory, the site of the experiment. As they approached the building, they noticed that the door was slightly ajar. They cautiously pushed the door open and stepped inside. The room was dark, with only a few flickering lights illuminating the space. As they made their way deeper into the laboratory, they began to notice strange things. The equipment was old and outdated, but there were signs that it had been used recently. And then they saw it. A figure, hunched over a table, working on something. 
They couldn't see who it was, but they could hear the sound of labored breathing. They approached slowly, trying not to make a sound. And then, as they got closer, they saw the face of the person working at the table. It was someone they knew, someone they had never expected to see in a place like this. It was Lex Luthor. He looked up and saw them, a look of surprise on his face. And then he smiled. Well, well, well. If it isn't my favorite reporters. What brings you to this neck of the woods? Clark and Lois were stunned. They had never expected to find Lex Luthor here, of all places. What are you doing here, Lex? Clark asked, his voice laced with suspicion. I could ask you the same thing, Clark. But I think we both know the answer to that. You're here to uncover the truth, just like I am. Clark and Lois exchanged a look. They didn't trust Lex, not for a second. What are you working on, Lex? Lois asked, her voice steady. Lex smiled again. I'm working on something big, something that could change the world. But I can't do it alone. I need your help. Clark and Lois were hesitant, but they couldn't deny their curiosity. They decided to hear Lex out, to see what he had to say. And as he began to explain his plan, they realized that he might just be onto something. It was risky, dangerous even, but it could be the story of a lifetime. They agreed to help him, but they knew that they had to be careful. They couldn't trust Lex, not completely. As they worked together, they began to uncover more and more of the truth. And as they got closer to the heart of the conspiracy, they realized that they were in more danger than they had ever imagined. Chapter 5 Clark, Lois, and Lex worked tirelessly on their plan, spending long hours in the laboratory. They were making progress, but they knew that time was running out. The government was on to them, and they had to act fast. One day, as they were working, they heard a loud banging on the door. They froze, knowing that it could only be one thing, the CIA. Lex quickly ushered Clark and Lois into a hidden room, telling them to stay quiet no matter what. He then went to answer the door, putting on his best poker face. As he opened the door, he was met with a group of CIA agents, all armed and ready for a fight. Mr. Luther, we need to speak with you, one of the agents said, his voice cold and menacing. Lex tried to play it cool, but he knew that he was in trouble. He had been expecting this, but he had hoped that they wouldn't find him so soon. What can I do for you, gentlemen? He asked, trying to sound casual. We have reason to believe that you are working with two reporters, Clark Kent and Lois Lane. We need to know what you're up to. Lex tried to deny it, but the agents weren't buying it. They began to search the laboratory, tearing apart everything in their path. Clark and Lois watched in horror from their hiding spot, knowing that they were next. They had to think fast, had to come up with a plan. And then, Clark had an idea. He concentrated, focusing all of his energy on his powers. 
He knew that he could use them to distract the agents, to give them a chance to escape. He burst out of the hiding spot, using his super speed to knock the agents off their feet. They were caught off guard, giving Clark and Lois the chance they needed. They ran out of the laboratory, with Lex close behind. They didn't stop until they were miles away, safe from the prying eyes of the CIA. As they caught their breath, they realized that they had just narrowly escaped death. They had to regroup, had to come up with a new plan. But they knew that they couldn't give up. They had come too far, had uncovered too much. They had to see it through to the end, no matter what the cost. Chapter 6 Clark, Lois, and Lex retreated to a safe house where they could regroup and plan their next move. They knew that the CIA would be hot on their trail, so they had to be careful. As they sat around a table, sipping coffee and discussing their options, Lex pulled out a small device. This is it, he said, holding up the device. This is what we've been working on. Clark and Lois leaned in, curious. They had been so focused on uncovering the truth that they had forgotten about Lex's plan. What is it? Lois asked. It's a device that can manipulate time, Lex explained. With this, we can go back and change the course of history. We can undo the mistakes of the past and create a better future. Clark and Lois were skeptical. They had never heard of anything like this before, and they didn't know if they could trust Lex. But as he explained the science behind the device, they began to see the potential. If they could go back and stop the government's cover-ups before they happened, they could prevent countless innocent lives from being lost. They agreed to help Lex, but they knew that it wouldn't be easy. They would have to sneak into the government's top-secret facilities, avoid detection by the CIA, and use the device without causing any unintended consequences. It was a risky plan, but they knew that it was their only hope. They spent the next few days preparing, gathering supplies and mapping out their route. And then, one night, they put their plan into action. They snuck into the facility, using their skills and powers to avoid detection. They made their way to the room where the cover-up was taking place, and Lex activated the device. There was a blinding flash of light, and then everything went black. When Clark and Lois opened their eyes, they were back in the laboratory. But something was different. The equipment was new and modern, and there were no signs of the cover-up. They looked at each other in disbelief. Had they really changed the course of history? As they made their way out of the laboratory, they saw that the town was bustling with life. People were going about their business, happy and carefree. They knew that they had succeeded. They had changed the course of history, and they had made a difference. As they walked away from the town, they couldn't help but feel a sense of satisfaction. They had uncovered the truth, exposed the government's lies, and changed the world for the better. And as they looked up at the sky, they knew that they would never stop fighting for what was right. They were journalists, superheroes, and agents of change. And they would continue to make a difference, no matter what the cost. Chapter 7 Clark, 
Lois, and Lex had done the impossible. They had changed the course of history and prevented the government's cover-up from ever happening. But as they made their way back to the safe house, they couldn't shake the feeling that something was off. Lex was the first to notice it. Guys, look, he said, pointing to a newspaper stand this isn't right. Clark and Lois looked at the newspaper and gasped. The headline read, Superman and Company. Alter history, government cover-up never happened. They knew that they had changed the past, but they had never anticipated that it would affect the present. They had created a ripple in time, and they didn't know how to fix it. As they made their way back to the safe house, they noticed that people were staring at them, whispering behind their backs. They knew that they had become the center of attention, and they didn't know how to handle it. They spent the next few days trying to figure out what had gone wrong. They pored over the device, trying to find a way to reverse the effects. But nothing seemed to work. And then, one day, they received a message. It was from the future, from a version of themselves that had lived in a world where the cover-up had never happened. The message was clear, they had to go back in time and undo what they had done. They had to make sure that the cover-up happened, no matter how much it pained them. It was a difficult decision, but they knew that it was the only way. They activated the device once more, and this time, they made sure that the cover-up happened. As they made their way back to the present, they noticed that things were different. People were going about their business, but there was a sense of unease in the air. They knew that they had done the right thing, but they couldn't help but feel a sense of sadness. They had changed the past, but they had lost something in the process. As they walked away from the town, they knew that they would never forget what they had done. They had learned that changing the past was not something to be taken lightly, and that the consequences could be far-reaching. But they also knew that they had made a difference. They had exposed the truth, and they had prevented countless innocent lives from being lost. And as they looked up at the sky, they knew that they would continue to fight for what was right, no matter what the cost. They were journalists, superheroes, and agents of change and they would never stop making a difference. Chapter 8 Clark, Lois, and Lex had returned to the newsroom, exhausted but satisfied. They had uncovered the truth, changed the course of history, and made a difference. But they knew that their work was not yet done. As they sat around a table, sipping coffee and discussing their next move, Clark's phone rang. He answered it, his brow furrowed in confusion. Hello, he said. Clark, it's your mother, a voice said on the other end. I need you to come home. Your father is sick. Clark's heart sank. He had always been close to his parents, and the thought of his father being sick filled him with dread. I'll be there as soon as I can, he said, hanging up the phone. Lois and Lex looked at him, concern etched on their faces. Is everything okay? Lois asked. My father is sick, Clark said, his voice heavy with emotion. I have to go home. Lois and Lex nodded, understanding. 
they knew that family came first, and they didn't want to stand in the way of that. Go, Lex said. We'll hold down the fort here. Clark nodded, grateful for their understanding. He packed his bags and headed out, determined to get home as soon as possible. As he flew over the countryside, he couldn't help but think about his father. He had always been a strong, stoic man, but Clark knew that he was getting older. He couldn't bear the thought of losing him. When he arrived at the farm, he saw his mother waiting for him on the porch. She looked tired and worried, and Clark knew that things were serious. How is he? he asked, rushing up to her. He's not doing well, she said, tears in her eyes. He's been in and out of consciousness all day. Clark's heart sank. He knew that he had to be strong for his mother, but he couldn't help but feel helpless. He went inside and saw his father lying in bed, his breathing labored. He looked pale and frail, and Clark knew that he was in bad shape. He sat by his father's side, holding his hand and talking to him. He told him about his work, about the things he had uncovered, and about the people he had met. And then, something strange happened. His father's eyes opened, and he looked at Clark with a clarity that he hadn't seen in years. Son, he said, his voice weak but determined. I need to tell you something. Clark leaned in eager to hear what his father had to say. You have a gift, his father said. A gift that you must use to help others. You must use your powers for good, to make a difference in the world. Clark nodded, understanding. He had always known that he was different, that he had powers beyond those of mortal men. But he had never known what to do with them. His father's words gave him a sense of purpose, a sense of direction. He knew that he had to use his powers to help others, to make a difference in the world. As he sat by his father's side, he made a promise. A promise to use his powers for good, to make a difference in the world, and to honor his father's legacy. Chapter 9 Clark sat at his desk, staring at the computer screen in front of him. He had been working on the same story for hours, but he just couldn't seem to get it right. He had a deadline looming, and he knew that he had to finish the story soon. He rubbed his eyes and took a deep breath, trying to clear his mind. He knew that he had to focus, to find the right words to tell the story. As he typed, he heard a knock on the door. He looked up to see Lois standing there, a mischievous grin on her face. Hey, Smallville, she said, using her nickname for him. What's up? Clark smiled, grateful for the distraction. Just trying to finish this story. What brings you here? I have a surprise for you, Lois said, holding up a piece of paper. Clark raised an eyebrow, curious. What is it? It's a ticket to the Metropolis Symphony Orchestra, Lois said, beaming. I know how much you love classical music, and I thought it would be a nice break from all the craziness. Clark smiled, touched by her thoughtfulness. He had always loved classical music, but he had never had the chance to see the symphony live. 
Thank you, Lois, he said, his voice filled with gratitude. That's really thoughtful of you. Chapter 10 Clark and Lois sat in the audience of the Metropolis Symphony Orchestra, listening to the beautiful music. Clark couldn't help but feel grateful for Lois's thoughtful gift. It was a much-needed break from the chaos of their work. As they left the concert hall, they walked through the streets of Metropolis, enjoying the cool evening breeze. They talked about the music, about their work, and about their future. And then, Clark stopped in his tracks. He had an idea, one that had been brewing in his mind for a while. Lois, he said, turning to her. I have something to ask you. Lois looked at him, curious. What is it? Clark took a deep breath. I know that we've been through a lot together, and that we've faced some tough challenges. But I also know that I couldn't have done it without you. You've been my partner, my friend, and my confidant. And I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Lois's eyes widened in surprise. Clark, are you? Clark got down on one knee, pulling out a small box from his pocket. Lois Lane, will you marry me? Tears welled up in Lois's eyes as she nodded, her voice choked with emotion. Yes, Clark. Yes, I will. They embraced, their hearts filled with joy and love. They knew that they had a lot of work ahead of them, but they also knew that they had each other. As they walked hand in hand through the streets of Metropolis, they knew that they were meant to be together. They were journalists, superheroes, and agents of change. And they would continue to make a difference, no matter what the cost. But now, they would do it together, as partners in life and in work. The End Thank you for listening to our story. Make sure to stay subscribed to our podcast for the latest updates. This is Amalia Dupre, signing off from this podcast will make you sleep. Sweet dreams.